welcome back. <laughs> this is Fantastic Pains and How We Hide Them. I'm not Chris. And I'm not Karina. But we're here together. As usual. For more fun times and shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Lots All of them. shenanigans. Yes, always. We're in a mood. Mwahaha. We also have a special hidden guest. Yes. Hi. You have to unlock the hidden this guest. Is, this is Kaylee. She's, she's a friend of the podcast. Indeed. From there's, the early days. There's a town in Connecticut where they voted to make Starbucks drive through employees work faster. Just just so everyone knows. <laughs> that's that's a real thing. thing I've ever heard. I, I, Life I is a nightmare. <laughs> Someone's going to pass a bill to make us do the podcast better. I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> do podcast faster. Okay. Do faster and do better. I think you have to be blocking a lane of traffic <laughs> to get uh Oh, I could do that. I could, I could block a whole lane of traffic if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying. They just need to like divert traffic. Like, yeah, yeah. Stop whining. Your poor planning is not other people's emergencies. Sorry. Uh, yeah. Order ahead like a smart person. God. Anyways. <laughs> if this is your first time joining us, welcome. It's going to get weird from here. If it hasn't already. <laughs> it weirder. has. Yeah, weirder. weirder. There you go. Um, this is our podcast slash youtube channel about life with chronic and invisible conditions Mm -hmm. um both physical and mental and uh yeah we uh deal with it with some dark humor and shenanigans and uh, hopefully nothing seriously yeah hopefully it's entertaining and informative edutational edutational probably not (laughs) but at the very least you'll have a conversation with us and be like oh yeah they bring up some weird points that i don't believe in but you know they tried anyways you can find us on youtube Yes. They can find us on Spotify and what was the big one? Audible. 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 Yep, Audible. And Google uh, Podcasts. Everything but Apple. Apple. No. No, no Apple streams. Sorry, guys. No. Maybe someday. Who knows? Don't believe in Apple. I, I, yeah, it's a scam. I've just decided, like, oh, I'm going to treat it like. <laughs> it's like the moon landing. No, there's no such thing as Apple. That's my conspiracy theory. <laughs> Apple's not real. That's, that's a weird one. <laughs> We also have a Discord uh, where you can jump in and talk to people in our community. Yes. They're lovely people. Yeah. It's oh my god, yeah. really supportive, really understanding, and they have really good advice sometimes. So mm-hmm. sometimes, every time I've had a problem or anyone right. else, they've nailed it. So right. Yes. I, I would suggest going there. It's in the description. With our elders and our more experienced people, mm-hmm. it's good stuff. Yeah. We also have a website, so check us out okay. at fantasticpaints.com. Mwahaha. And now that we have shield. Indeed. All the shield. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, it is time for the weekly recap. Check in. I can't differentiate this week from last week. I My will try. Struggling. I had a really productive week, actually. Like, weirdly productive. I think I've been I manic all week. I think I had your manic energy at the beginning of the week because I was so productive and on it, and it was awesome. Yeah. And then, then kind of fizzled out. Like, yeah, I've been on a manic high for like a week, which happens sometimes. I'm I, I'm still medicated. Like I've been taking my meds like I'm supposed to. It's just yeah. a really strong swing, apparently. Yeah. But I got a lot done and I did it without losing sleep. That's another thing. Which is amazing. Normally, if I was sleeping. manic, I would not be sleeping which is at all. Important. Mm-hmm. So I did a bunch of stuff for the podcast. Mm-hmm. We set up uh, our TikTok that uh, lovely Miss Naya responded to. Yes. And then I deleted it because, you know, quality reasons. You had to make a better one. 
I did. It's so much better. You have it to is admit, better. It's much it's better. It's a good one. Um, yeah, and then I I got everything done early for the podcast, and then I played games all week. And it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's been pretty chill. I mean, I blacked out a couple of times. I didn't fall down you the know, stairs. Just I just blacked normal out. Normal stuff. Yeah. Um, we had like fatigue days. Yes. And. I mean, your week. I I could tell. I could tell them about your week. I kind of remember it from yesterday. Yeah. Do you remember like my early week? Your early week was great, and then Tuesday was not so great. No, no. Wait, no. Monday not, not bad. there was a fight. Oh yeah, the fight <clears throat> was on Monday. Yeah. So. So it stopped. Fight stop, at work. Stop. It's been a week. Jesus. Every day it yeah. seems like. It's. <laughs> it's been a lot. Um, I was asked to lead a PD, so I spent two days working on that material what's a pd professional development yes so i was supposed to teach my coworkers about ieps what they are and all of our kiddos who are on them and uh i can't do anything half-assed like i don't know how (laughs) it was really well i like the slides you showed me right it it would have been great um so that was my early week was putting all that together um prepping for an iep meeting it was just kind of a crazy week. Oh, it yeah. was really, really productive to start with. But then Monday, there was pepper spray in our hallway. That was cool. Mm-hmm. And so everyone's coughing and gagging. And I'm like, huh, this is familiar. <laughs> this again. Um, and so I woke up the next morning and my like voice was just rough. It was bad. And I've been like coughing since because it's just been so irritated. Um, Tuesday. What happened Tuesday? Did Tuesday happen? I don't recall. I don't even know. Tuesday was the thing. It was a day. It happened. Uh, Wednesday, I was supposed to do the PD. Yeah. That I I was given 20 minutes after everyone was done talking and patting their own selves on the back for a really long time. Um, And so I like blew through it and I went home and I just cried because I was so angry. I was like, you wasted so much of my time. For nothing. Yeah. For literally for nothing. For no reason at all whatsoever. It was livid. Thursday. Well, was... you came over and raged too. Yeah. You oh, raged was... here for a while. She raged at home. Yeah. And then she was okay ish. Yeah. <laughs> Catharsis. Yeah. You know. And then I got to work the next day and everyone was like, that was weird. And I was like, yeah, that was weird. Very. They were like, keep an eye on that because your boss was like, combative with you and i was like i noticed thank you she wanted to tell me things that are not things or have you do projects that make no sense yeah like can you just like share this one thing that you used like a year ago and you only used to get your like list of kids straight um with everyone and then update it and then put everything in it and i was like no No. (laughs) you don't need that stop it get some help (laughs) (laughs) oh um and then thursday the day was fine the evening sucked really really bad like really bad it was mm-hmm. that same like really awful lower body pain yep and it started as that like kidney-esque pain and then just was everywhere and the only relief i could get was in the bathtub so boiling myself alive was literally the only thing i could do and so <laughs> i took a very hot bath and fainted repeatedly in the bath i was just like it's fine i'm braced i won't drown I wake up pretty quickly. It's fine. Yeah. And so I just passed out in the tub. That's happened to me. And they told me I was just falling asleep in the tub. So falling asleep. Mm. Over and over and over again. Right. Wow. 
Um, and then that pain continued. Oh, yeah. Like, it was awful. I didn't even make it to work on Friday Mm-mm. because I was in so much pain, like ungodly amounts of pain. It was like hitting eight, nine. Yeah. It was bad, bad. Um, <clears throat> then you came over. Yep. Then we did a live. We got to talk to, to Kaylee. Yep. I miss Kaylee. I wish you were here right now. And Lady Bane. Me too. Yeah, right? Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It was just a really just... The week was two weeks. And it I was. Hated it. Uh, it was great with kids, though. Like, That's I good. had two of my kiddos who, now that they have the support that they need, they're staying in class and doing all of their work. Amazing. It's, some, it's just so wonderful right? when it works like it should. Right. And having that co-taught math class is great because nice. I can sit down and actually, like, work with my caseload kids right. directly in the classroom without being, like, interrupting stuff. Yeah. Um. thought that was me. Sorry. I don't know if it was you or me. <laughs> my phone off the thing. It's fine. Um, but yeah, no, they were super cute. And one of them was like, I need to go to the bathroom. And he left. And I was like, I don't expect to see him back. And then he came back in an appropriate amount of time and sat down and finished his work. And I looked at both of them and I was like, you guys rocked it. And one of them looks at me. He goes, miss, can I get a snicker? And I was like, yes, you can get a Snickers bar. Because I keep the full sized ones yeah. for bribery. It's not bribery, technically. It's like, you did awesome. Here's your reward out of the blue. Yeah. So, yeah, pain was bad, but oh, well. Oh, yeah. Jen Jen had a week. That's what it was. I was like, I remember there being a lot of drama, but it... Oh, yeah. My wife suffered greatly. Because other people were not doing their jobs. And she's doing the job of her superior, Mm -hmm. who's not doing shit. And she's not getting paid to do it. Which is ridiculous. <laughs> right. Well, she can't because it puts us in the wrong tier. We can't yeah. do it for Medicaid. I would just be doing like, I'm going to do my job and uh, the rest is on you. Honestly, that was my advice. I was like, just. I know, but it's hard when you have work ethic. Well, and she I'm talks directly way. to the um, the regional all the time. Mm-hmm. Like there's a, they trust her. There's a reason she's the only assistant leader anymore. Yeah. They've all been phased out. Bye. But they keep her on because. She's good at what no she one do. messes with Jen. Yeah, she gets shit done. Yeah. So, yeah, that was my week. It was a lot of like helping Jen not melt. Yeah. Yep. Just stress. Yeah, this week was crazy because it was a full moon on Monday. <laughs> I went to Kaylee's eye. You got distracted. Oh. Full moon on Monday. Yeah. It was yeah. And then eclipse on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So children were made of crazy. Like, they were all feral on Tuesday. That's what happened. But you know what? They're always feral. It was just extra feral. Yeah. Well, (laughs) on that note, we're going to be doing our Halloween special late where we're going to teach you how to scare your provider. (laughs) Which was a brilliant suggestion. I I absolutely love that comment. (laughs) What are the things that have made your doctors go, oh, my God. Real quick, <laughs> a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me let me list them off. My my favorite is the one I always go to when when they were shocked at the biopsy that I giggled at them. Yeah, and they're like, they're like ha ha ha, that hurts. What <laughs> did you just say? Like, oh, I'm in pain. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh, but you giggle it out. <laughs> that was one. <laughs> or like just showing up to the uh, my my primary care when I had the back side pain. Yeah. Like when it was real bad and I couldn't walk. Yeah. And she was like, um, Are you okay? You good, bro? And I was gonna like, Gonna make no. it. I'm not. No. Death. Yeah. Only you know, death. It's usually 
one of those situations where it's like yeah. you show up and they're like, oh, you shouldn't be here. You need to be at the hospital. And you're, you're like, like I'm not I? going. Really? Uh, I don't really no. see myself in the hospital. Here's fine. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm with you. a doctor. Oh, that was the other thing. I like I had a crazy spasm in my jaw and oh, it yeah. wrenched it like all the way to the side and back. And I went in because I was like, I don't know what's going on, but like my wrong teeth are touching and it hurts. Like yeah. fire hot poker hurts. And then I got there and I was like, I regret this immediately when I went to the urgent care. She was like, we're going to do an x-ray. And then they offered me ibuprofen. And I was like, no. And they were yeah. like, what? And I was like, no, I have better meds at home. I just wanted to make sure everything was fine. I'm not fine, here for your piddly meds. I I'm not here because I need something from you other than health care. Right. Yeah. Mm. But that was the whole episode last week. <laughs> so right? what we're actually doing is we're going to be discussing training your team. Yes. And how to approach their biases and stuff. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. Professional. Because we've talked about, like, God forbid, like, when your team changes yeah. or people leave or for you when your pain management shut down. Yeah. And, like, the fear of coming up against having to train a whole new team of doctors and providers. Yeah. Ooh. And we're not being derogatory. Like, it's not like we're like, oh, they're dumb and we have to train them. No, it's just, it's just. There are ways to make the, like, the connection between you and your provider strong right off the bat. Yeah. Whereas... Or assess whether it's even a possibility. Exactly. Yeah. See if they even yeah. are meshable with you. Right. Compatible. Because there are some doctors where you're going to see them that like one time and you're going to be like, ah, never again. Oh, I've Thank seen you. so many of those. Like where Jen and I walk out and we look at each other and go, nope. Nope. Never that again. ain't it. <laughs> no. Uh, I remember your PT adventure mm. that I took you to. Oh, he my was God. Awful. He was the worst. This guy. This guy. He told me you're using your cane wrong, and then I explained to him why I use it on the on the side that yeah. I'm worried about. Yeah, it's because it gives out, and I need and to catch drop myself. You, yeah. And if I have the cane in my other hand and I go down, you're gonna I'm going to go down gonna go anyway. Down. Yeah, because you're going like, down to the side. Well, you know, you walk better when you do it the other way. Watch, and he made me do it, and I was like, yes, but my knee will give out, and I will fall to the ground. <laughs> Damage happens when that that happens. Uh huh. Uh -huh. and, and then he told me that was the same guy that said that I was um, defeatist. defeatist because yeah. he's like, what are your goals? And I was like, well, my condition's not going to get better, but I'd like to maintain what I have. And he was yeah. like, no, you're you're being a defeatist. You're not going to make any progress here if you have that attitude. Right. Guy was what? a jerk. I'm not trying to make progress. I'm just trying not to get worse. Right. I'm not saying that I don't want to get better. I'm saying that realistically, I, I know what's going to happen. <laughs> Come uh -huh. on. Well, that's the thing is like, I don't think they're used to having people be i don't know because for us it's like accepting of our condition right mm -hmm. that's how it feels for us to be the way that we are we're like we accept that this is the body i live in that it's only ever going to get worse yeah but there are some things that i can do to mitigate that mm -hmm. that is our like worldview and then people get upset because they're like wait you don't want to be like all better right <laughs> you don't have hope that you could be cured it, but they take it personally too. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. It's the same thing when when people come at you when you're depressed and they're like, you know, "Why don't you just try being happy? <laughs> How about Smile you just stop more. being sad? Fake it till you make it." But is my depression getting in the way of your happiness? Because I'm not even bothering you. Like I'm at home. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I've mm. never experienced what you experienced, so I'm gonna give you advice that absolutely does not <laughs> the, apply. the most condescending is when they're like, 
you know, when I'm feeling down, Ugh. I just like, oh, go fuck You're yourself. You're like, you don't know what it is. It's not the same. You don't know. You don't understand. Because the there's same. like that intractable depression. <laughs> that's that's a hard thing to treat. Yeah. And I don't understand why it's not taken seriously as like its own medical condition. Well, only by some people. That's the thing. Like, yeah, you'll like men. Mental health professionals are pretty okay with it, for the most part. Right. They have a hard time believing that it's intractable, though. Well, and if you're not bemoaning <laughs> they're like, it, are you taking a walk every day? Because that could make it all better. Right. <laughs> Kaylee just looked up like, yes, yeah. that was. <laughs> Don't forget to to get your sleepy sleeps. Are you doing enough self care? Do you know what sleep hygiene is? Have you painted is? your nails recently? Did you do a me time? My, okay, my therapist does ask me, like, what are you doing to take care of yourself? But not in, like, a taking care of yourself will make your depression right. go away. Right. Just, like, more like taking care of yourself will make the depression tolerable. Yeah. Yes. You will be okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, I've had both. Enough. I've had, like, my current mental health team I love. So <laughs> they're perfect. And they understand me and all my I quirks. I really like my therapist. I. It's not that I even dislike my pain therapist. It's just that... Like she does not understand and seems to refuse to get that she doesn't understand. Right. <clears throat> and that's what bothers me is I'm like, you're a pain professional and you can't like come to grips with the fact that I handle pain differently. Right. Like she wants to put it on something all the time. Right. Right. Like, like it's something mental. It's always something mental. And you're like, no, dude, my body spasms at random, tries to crush me. My like pelvis is trying to divorce the rest of me. Like, <laughs> see, and you're there's real pain. I mean, this is all like on topic still, but like your your team is to all through Kaiser, yeah, yeah, and they they communicate via like records and notes, right? I had more connectivity with New Health, where like mm -hmm. they if I said well, something they, wasn't like, mental, they would just ask Libby, like, yeah. it, you know, is is he actually doing yeah. well? Is he doing his stuff? And she'd go, yeah. Well, and that's the thing, like most of my like providers get that it's not mental. Yeah. But my mental health provider for pain management doesn't doesn't. Right. Because I'm like, here's the thing, bud. When I'm stressed out, I don't feel the pain nearly as much because I'm busy. Yeah. Brain doing other things. Brain not worried about body pain. It's not a thing. No. And it's always when we talk about the come down at the end of the day when yeah. we're not distracted like, and busy. It's the crash. That's that's what happens. And they're like, well, you could make the crash like less horrible. And you're like, that's not it's either horrible or it's not. That's there's no like less horrible. Yeah. There's two categories. Or the other one they'd like to do is the have you been taking breaks? You could mitigate all your evening you stuff because you pacing. take breaks. Yeah. I'm like, I take lots of breaks. Shut Are you kidding off. me? That does not look down. Like that. Mm -hmm. Not for what we're dealing no, with. It helps for other things. But yeah. Anyway, just dumb tangents aside. Yes. So yeah, let's let's go over like the first wonderful experience I had with medical. Okay. Because that's a, I think that was a really good experience I haven't talked about before. Yeah. Um, we tried getting a healthcare provider for our family when Rin was in the belly. Yeah. Right. So we were on Medicaid. Yeah. And doing our thing, mm -hmm. and we went to a clinic, and they saw me and they blew everything I said off, like they were just like no. These are the same people that later on sent me to the CDC. Oh my god! Yeah, for your <laughs> yeah for my Ellers Danlos, I I went to the Center for Disease Control because he was having random oh, fevers. And, oh, that's you know, a fun story too. Dysautonomia. Um, so 
I, I complained like for a good three months about everything that was going on and how yeah. it was getting worse and like I can't move my arm and like things like that and they were like well just do you know keep do working out PT. yeah do your workout and uh journal all your fevers that you're having and your night problems like because I was having night sweats I wasn't sleeping yeah. and I came back with all that they were like oh this sounds like a disease we're sending you to the CDC so I oh. went to the CDC um and I gave them my notes and they were like you're dumb get out of here <laughs> like oh, okay we can we'll, we'll do a blood draw and maybe it's cancer so we're gonna stick our fingers oh up your God. butt in front of your wife in this very open room with the door open oh it was it was not good i was not happy about that for many fuck? reasons yeah and they didn't find anything so they just sent me home saying that it was like in my head that it was That's mental. That, like running the gamut thing yeah yeah, where they're like, we have to like put you through some kind of horrible pain or um, yeah, justify dehumanization you. Yep. Uh, to make sure that you actually are serious. Right. You're not just here for drugs. Like, what? Right. Exactly. That's, That's exactly what it was. And it could have been avoided because we knew that we weren't getting anywhere with the first visit. Yeah. We should have just been like, no, this is we're not compatible. Right. But it's so hard, especially before you know that, like, you can doctor shop. It's yeah. Not, it's not a sin. No. To and doctor it's, shop. I, I feel like if they if we can get into it, like the things you can do to kind of suss them out in the beginning. Yeah. It can be a more. Well, what were the things that tipped you off that it wasn't going to be um, compatible? Oh, the first one was that too. they they ignored me completely. Mm -hmm. They would defer to my wife. Oh, gross. Oh, so, so I would say, hey, you? I can't move my arm. And they were like, oh, is, is it like that for him all the time? And I was like, yes. <laughs> He's clearly a liar. Let's check with his wife. Mm -hmm. Gross. Yeah, but she was sitting next to me nodding like, yeah, this is what he's good. Uh. So there was that. Um, and the fact that they there was something else they did. This was around the time I broke my hand, too. Oh, no. So like pretty dark days. Yeah. Um. Oh, they didn't believe that I was having fevers. Oh, yeah, yeah. That I could prove. Yeah. Like, I could take pictures of the thermometer or video of me being like, look, look at my thermometer. Um, And stuff like that. Like, they just ignored me completely. Yeah. And then when I asked a question, they came back with, like, what clearly was their agenda. I forget what it was exactly, but it was more like I was like, hey, could I try this? And they were like, no, we, um, you know, you're too young. I'm pretty sure was the answer. <sighs> I hate when they do that thing where they try to lead you. Yeah. Down a like. <laughs> Instead of just saying what they want. Right. Like, you know what? No, we're not going to go that route. This is what I'm going to do for you. Yeah. Then we can be like, well, I don't want that. Thank you. Let's move on. Right. But it's not direct. Mm -mm. Nothing's direct because <clears throat> doctors in America, especially. And not not even for like bad reason, but they they take patients to be medical idiots. Right. Right. Like they're not aware of their own bodies. They're not aware of the conditions. And if they're Google searching, it's always cancer. Right. right? Like that is the stigma around being like body aware. Right. But like for people like us, I've had so many different providers look at me and be like, you are so aware of your own body. It's incredible. And I've never seen anything like it. My personal trainer, my massage therapist, my chiropractors. Same PT, every PT I've seen, they've always yeah. been like, wow, you actually know what's going on. Like, yeah. Yeah, okay. exactly. Because I, I can feel. tell you where something is. I can tell you whether or not it's muscular. Mm -hmm. 
Like all of those pieces we are aware of because we've had to be. Right. But I get that not everybody is like that. But at the same time, like if someone comes to you and they're like, hey, I know my stuff because I, you know, I live in here. Yeah. But it's, it's, I feel like it's the same problem with like assuming horses instead of zebras. Yes. It's, they've built the routine so they know, you know, they have the, the like quick response card. Yes. Yes. You know, they're like, you walk in, like a... the script starts. Like, how was your day? What are you feeling? Why are you here? Yeah. Oh, let's go to this tree now. And then, you know. Yes, exactly. It's like that, like, can mm-hmm. you outrun a bear? Yeah. Tree? Like, every answer leads to no, but for different answers. Exactly. <laughs> for different reasons. And they do. They always assume, like, horses, not zebras. They have to, though. And I get it. But when someone walks in and is like, um, let's skip ahead a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So. I know what's going on. I have said what's going on. And they're still like, uh, are you sure about that? Like, mm, uh, right. Is that really how that's happening? Like, how often is that happening? And you're like, I don't know. It happens a lot. I haven't counted. And they're like, mm, well, right. Like, are you keeping a pain journal? No, because I'd have to be literally writing down everything all the time forever. That's what stopped me from doing it. It's honestly. so frustrating. I try. Carry a tape recorder and dictate right. everything Ow. as you go. I thought about that. <laughs> Three I PM. really did. Ow. Because I, what I did for my pain journal when I was taking it seriously was I had to do it hourly. Oh I broke. I had a planner with like, like describe the pain, and then like I had to put notes on the back of the paper of like what each thing meant so it would fit on the chart yeah you know what i mean because i had to have an hourly breakdown for every day of the week oh god no yeah and they're not gonna read it no we know they're not gonna read and if they saw mine they'd think i was overdoing it as a hypochondriac anyway so right well that's the thing is like there's all of those trees lead to like problem but also idiot or hypochondriac and also idiot yeah there's there's no in between (laughs) there's no like oh okay i'll just trust what you say because yeah. I know more than you. I see people all the time. I know. You're just another statistic. Yeah. Oh, my God. There was a... Um, I don't know if I sent it to you or not. There was... I think I took a screenshot, didn't I? Maybe. Maybe. I might have taken a screenshot. Let me look. Because there was a post recently in the groups mm-hmm. about um, a woman coming up against someone who flat out doesn't, doesn't believe in Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. Because, you know... So then what that is her happens. problem? What are they saying? Do you know? Do you remember? I don't remember what she was I'd like about, to know but... what people defer to. Like, oh, it's all in your head. Sorry. I wanted to see. Eller Stanless is oh, made up. Oh, it is. Okay. So my uncle is a doc in the ER. And he's like, there's no such thing as H-E-D-S. No one calls it E-D-S. It's Eller Stanlos syndrome. People like this make, <laughs> make up <laughs> things to make themselves feel special. The only actual Eller Stanlos is the stuff that kills you like vascular E-D-S. And I was like, that's your uncle, dude. <laughs> Whoa, buddy. But there God, are Thanksgiving would be so fucking awkward. Yeah, there are practicing medical professionals that do not believe our condition exists. That's and they're still out up. there practicing. And training people. Right. Well, and that's my whole thing is like every time new training comes out, you're like, that's great and all. But you still have those like 60 year old doctors running around who are like hmm it's gotta be a wandering uterus like now i'm gonna be hysteria like i'm i'm internalizing that that people will think it's not even a thing but you know this like our when you went to yeah yeah well he he believed that there was something connective tissue at the very least he doesn't believe in in eds yeah so like it's the tooth fairy or something right right 
I don't like, believe in the Easter Bunny. I don't bunny. believe. Got to clap to keep her EDS real. I don't believe in cancer. What? Cancer's not real. There's only people with lumps. <laughs> we call them death lumps. The death lumps. You mean cancer? <laughs> you get them no, from being no, bad no. when you're young. <laughs> no, no. But that's the way it is. Like, there's no, nobody is like keeping track of people who have gone too long without training. Yeah. And no one's keeping track of people who are out there diagnosing things like hysteria. Yeah. Like <laughs> those are still practicing medical professionals yeah. that exist in the world and we so want to trust have them. They have like recurrent training. They do, but they can't train them like on everything. Right. And so they take like a few different PD like hour courses throughout and it's they not going to cover like, everything. Pass a comprehensive test. Every, Wouldn't that like, be nice? every like five years. Yeah. Every five years you got to pass If you don't pass it, you can test. study study for it and yeah. try again right. until you get it. But if you don't get it, you can't keep practicing. And right. the dumbest part is like, hello, the internet exists. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you get online and you type up Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome or even HEDS, there are going to be results from reputable sources. Well, it also might try and autocorrect your HEDS to HEADS. Heads. Wow, you both gave me the same look at the same time. Sorry. It's <laughs> where my brain went with it. It'll try and autocorrect you. But yes, HEDS is a thing. But it's, yeah. Dumb. Well, okay, so dumb. let's. It's dumb. Ideal. I had the most perfect interaction with Marianne before. Oh, yeah. Like when we trained her. Trained. When we trained our doctor. Again, <laughs> it's not derogatory. It's just doctor training. Right. I'm not like well, being like an like asshole. Well, it's how to get them to meet you at your level. Right. So, right? like, here's where we're at. This is the backstory. Mm-hmm. This is all the things. Can you like align with this and me? Yeah. Or not? So we kind of had to do it in in uh, three months. We gave it yeah. three months because the first visit we had with her wasn't great, which I think was more that she was having a bad day. Okay. Because she just seemed really like irked by everything. Right. And I was on meds at the time. Yeah. And it was right when I was switching to new health. Yeah, yeah. Before New okay. closed. Like, this was when we did that all in one go. That brand new. We left the old doc because that doc screwed me over. Yeah. The pain management center screwed me over. The neurologist screwed me. Like, mm-hmm. everyone dropped the ball, so we moved on to better ones. Yes. All at the same time. Um, And the first visit was just kind of like, you know, sussing each other out. Right. She th- she was definitely thinking of um drug abuse as a thing. Yeah. Because on my, on my, my list, it definitely at that point had over medicated. And I was talking about how much pain I'm in and, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> and I didn't even bring up EDS in the beginning. Yeah. Because, you know, the, I was worried that if we said that, that would be too much. And then she'd be like, oh, you know, you guys are, this is, no. I'm never going to believe you again. Blah, blah, blah. Right. So the second visit went really well. You know, I brought up what, I brought up uh, Ehlers-Danlos. She had never heard of it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you know, it's it's a connective tissue disorder and I'm affected in these ways, blah, blah, blah. She's like, wow, that's really interesting. And she like looked at my chart and she was like, wow, you've had a lot of surgeries and like, oh, yeah, oh, it's been a mess. And she was like, OK. Yeah. And she's like, I don't know what this is, so I'm going to do some research and then I'll get back to you. Mm-hmm. Third visit was fantastic. She was like, I've had another EDS patient since the last time we talked. Yep. And like she was like really into it. She's like, oh, yeah, like I get it. Yeah. And I was explaining how, how it affects me and all the weird idiosyncrasies, like, yeah, you know, yeah. pots and oh the weird stuff. And I mean, it was beautiful. It was yeah. literally just 
have the information. She did the research because she didn't know it. She didn't have to like prove right. herself. Well, and she didn't have that ego right. to be like, I don't know something, therefore it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. It was like, I don't know what that is. Let me go check it out. Yeah. Like, like that's that's <laughs> the situation move you Move outside of yourself for a second. Or if they know, they like... My my concern is when they know what EDS is, they always assume it's just oh, stretchy skin, skin yeah. thing. I've had that happen before. And then you tell them all of the like, symptoms you're having. Like, yeah. oh, I don't know if that's going to be. Have you ever had research. those doctors that make you do, like, go through the biting? Even though, Two. like, after diagno- after diagnosis, they're like, oh, interesting. Can you, like. I'm pretty sure David you, did like, it. But I think he like, did it out of curiosity. That's different, though. Yeah. Like, he, that, wasn't, I will, like, he wasn't, like, prove yourself. He was, like. So show me the stretchy thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, bro, yeah, do, do your trick. Do your trick. Like, Watch I me. I want to know. Tubular. Look what I can do. <laughs> Look how far my fingers go backwards. Me. Yeah. Yeah. I've had, and Kaiser's so interesting because it is a little bit more friendly for that doctor shopping piece. Yeah. Because they're like, we're getting the money either way. Right, right. right? They just like, like move your provider, whatever. It's fine. Whatever. So the first woman I saw, I went in and I was with Jen and it was not good. It was not good at all. It was horrible. And she was like, you don't need a diagnosis. We treat it all the same anyway. Blah, blah, blah. I was there for that. "Uh, I just wasn't in the room. uh, Remember? mm, No. What? Oh, dude. And I left and I was like pissed and I was in tears. And Jen Jen was was like, absolutely not. We're not doing that again. So we stopped seeing her because I was like, I'm allowed to do that. What? And I got with uh, my current doctor, my current primary. His name's he, Dr. Wright. He's fabulous. I love him. I His love that. His name is Dr. Wright. Yeah. Yeah. He's amazing. Because the first time, and he's, he's just been so interesting because we've really kind of just grown together as we go. Yeah. And he has learned over time that, like, you know what you're talking about. You are aware of your body. Mm-hmm. You're responsible with your medications. Like, yes, let's do what we need to do for you. Yeah. The only thing that he's a little weird about is like radiation, which is fine. He's like, I don't like sending you for 17 billion x-rays. That's funny. I don't like that. And I'm like, only my current med team is like that. But I've been irradiated pretty hardcore for many years. Oh, my God. Constantly. I I mean, I've had over (laughs) over 50 x-rays. Yeah. I've had over 30 MRIs and I've done, I think, over 10 contrast yeah. um like cat scans and the other one you know what i mean but yeah, yeah. No, i'm irradiated he's a he's mris just... don't give radi- radiation i know i'm right it's just things i got scans of come on <laughs> scanning, keep scans, up scans. <laughs> but he was just so interesting because he immediately was like okay like if that's your concern let's get you set up with the geneticist team and they will be able to do the diagnosis but in the meantime what do you need yeah from me so that we can start treating you before you have that diagnosis right and so we moved forward from there and then the one like (laughs) the one time i was really worried about was possibly um because when i was like can i have rescue meds yeah oh yeah and he was like and i was like okay listen though listen (laughs) listen, linda honey linda listen listen Listen, linda linda yeah listen linda so i was like listen here's how this goes i have had in the past been given 90 cyclobenzaprine and 30 percocet Mm -hmm. and that can last me nine months and he was like really and you could just see him kind of like because you know how they shell up yeah 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 you could see him kind of like perk up and like interested and he was like huh okay 
Well, let's start with, what, what was it, 14 over three months? Yeah. And so we did that for like a year. And then it was 24 over three months. And we did that for a long time. And then moved on to pain management because I was like, I'm falling apart so rapidly. And I really need more help. Um, <clears throat> oh, yeah. Uh, I really need more help than this. And that's when we moved to the pain team. Because he, and I, I get that it's procedural. It's all that like they're tracking how often they're giving out pain meds. Yeah, yeah. And they get dinged for it. Oh, dude, it got ridiculous with Marianne. Yeah. She was t like, there was that in between when I didn't have New Health yet. Yeah. And she she was like, I wish I like, could, but can't. literally they couldn't because of how hard they were being monitored. Yeah. She was like, it's oh my impossible gosh. And now. the notes they had to write, like I had mm -hmm. to, I was peeking at my record and I had to like bring myself back. You down. have to have a fucking dissertation. Right. Well, and it's like, I had a conversation with this patient about the, the risks and the benefits yep. and like all these alternative blah, 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 blahs. Even though it's like, yes, I know you need this mm -hmm. and we're going to give it to you, but I have to like finesse it. And he was like, don't worry about what the record says yeah. because I have to do all of these things to jump through all these hoops to make sure you have your stuff. And that's when it got handed over to pain management or yeah. integrated pain services. Right, right. And I like my pain doctor, even though she's trying to go the low-dose naltrexone route. Right. We'll have like, a conversation about it. I'm not ready to do that right now. No. And <laughs> Just, it's your choice. No. So, and I have a meeting with her on Thursday. And let's be fair, that's the only thing you've ever had pushback on. Yeah. You've tried everything else. You've never been in any other care. You've never yeah. said no. Yeah. You've done everything. Well, and that's the thing is like, you have to do all the things yeah. just as much as we're training them. They're also assessing us. Right. So while we're going through that, like, here's all of my everything. They're going through that. Like, how far can I trust this patient? How responsible are they going to be? How truthful are they going to be? Mm -hmm. Like, what are all of the factors? Right. And so teaching them that, yeah, we're open, dude. Yeah. But then with other providers, sometimes it's that like, scans part and sometimes it's yeah. that like <laughs> look how many surgeries i've had oh yeah see? that's see that's see huge. there's real problems oh i was so it was so nice to have my first surgery done because it was validating for me and for the doctors to be like mm -hmm. someone went into my shoulder and actually did something because i have yeah. this problem and they were like okay okay yep well and to be able to tell them i'm like i've had both hips done mm -hmm. and my shoulder done and i have a shoulder that needs it my right hip is probably fucked again um, and both of my ankles need done. Yeah. So here's where we're at. I'm There's a shoulders like and knees kind of guy these days. Damage that's happening. I need those to work on. Yeah. All right. Ankles so I think terrible. we should take a break. Okay. We'll come back and we'll talk about actually like how to go about doing it. Yeah. I think this was good. Like explaining the experiences we've had first, and right. then we'll go in and be like, hey, this is how to go about it. Good stuff. And just just for reiteration, we're not giving you advice on how to get the answer you want from your doctor. I, I don't want people to right. think it's, it, like, it's not about like fine. It, it's not about getting them to agree with you. It's, it's not about, about manipulating. Right. Them. right. It's about getting them to agree that there is a problem and actively being a part of looking for a solution. Exactly. Exactly. You have to have the mentality because yeah. otherwise you're just you're going to hit walls and then you'll find somebody. And even if they go along with it, it's not going to be helping you. Right. You need to be treating the right thing. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to say that I yeah. keep thinking of that stupid well, article about. There are groups of people with disabilities who talk to each other about how to get what they want. Emma James, you failure. 
Hello, Emma. You're a failure. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. All right. Uh, yes. Okay. So what do they need to do? They to need to Venmo me. Thousand dollars. What's your Venmo for coffee? I'll send it's it right over at Nicholas Desk. No. that's one. <laughs> All right, it's on the way. <laughs> He's like, why do I have these coffee? What is going me? on here? What's happening? We have a PayPal. If you want to donate for for coffee money, it'd be great. Let's you can check it out on our website. Yeah, it'll be on the website. It's in this in the description. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to. You we can also always have merch. buy us a coffee. That's really. If good. you want to spend money on us, buy merch there you from go. the website, preferably because those are ones we can make. Yep. They'll be handmade. They'll be handmade. And they're worth it. They're not as expensive as Teespring. Yes. Well, and better quality shirts. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. For um, sure. But for reals, you need to drink some water. Yes. You've got to hydrate or dihydrate. Have a snack. Because you are a snack. You are. Admit it. Yeah. Come, come on. You're a snack. Say something positive about yourself right now. Do it. And mean it. That's right. You okay. too. No. <laughs> no. Just one thing? You can't make me. But, okay. Fine. <laughs> like, I'm going to die on this hill. Um, <laughs> we're not going on break until you do. No. Then we're uh, going to be here a while. Why? Exactly. <laughs> Let's talk about dinosaurs. Anyway. <laughs> Um, what else? Um, if you're doing a chore or an errand and you need to take a break, do so. Make sure you take a break. Like, even if it's a short one, just catch your breath, let your heart rate come back down. Yeah. And then you can get back to what you're doing. Mm -hmm. But don't overdo it. And then, yeah, do something nice for yourself. Yes. Sunlight today, maybe. Or, you know, I don't know when your you're pet. watching this, but I'm going to go get some sunlight. Yeah, we're going to get sun. Yes. But if it's bad Fuzzy out, socks. Find, a, find a kitten. Hopefully it's yours. Yeah. Or a dog. Hopefully it's yours. Put, put a fire on the TV. Don't light your TV on fire. <laughs> she um, doesn't mean literally. Put, just, yeah. just go set to, a candle just, on the, on the <laughs> Go to Netflix and open up Fireplace. There you go. There you go. It's perfect. All right. Uh, we're going to go do some self-care things, and then we will be right back. Yep. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. Did you know that Fantastic Pains now has a website? On our website, you can find our shop where we will be opening up for custom t-shirts and orders there. You can also find access to our PayPal, Winky Wink. You can buy us a coffee anytime. We would love that. You can also see some of our blog articles, access to recent episodes and our TikTok, and uh, get in contact with us. You can also find a link to our Discord, which is getting updated pretty soon to include new channels and some games. We would also like to thank our producer for setting up the website. Thank you for supporting us and enjoy the rest of the show. Indeed, thank you. Welcome All back. How was your break? <laughs> I waited till a very specific time and I gave a very specific countdown so she'd be ready and she was not. So how was we your break? We were having a conversation and then he... She was talking at me and maybe I wasn't listening. Maybe. Anyway, how was your break? Did you do the things? Hopefully. Some of it. Any of them? We got sun. Yeah. Lots of sun. Sun is good. And we and we got a snack. Yeah. We have Teddy Grahams. Snickety snack. Because so. you are a snack. <laughs> she's gonna die aggressive on aggressive snack <laughs> <laughs> all right what, what are, are we, we doing oh well we i'm doing? gonna tell us um we're going to be talking about the how-to part of training mm -hmm. your professional yes and the the pitfalls and plunders that you may encounter indeed well and the things that you're kind of combating yeah because we've talked about against. it like throughout but to like name them for what they are yeah. where we're, we're looking at like ego misinformation bias yeah routine um and the obvious like horses not 
zebras. Yeah. But, you know, we're trash pandas. So horses, not raccoons. Trash pandas forever. Yeah. Unite. HGDS, the land of the trash panda. Yeah. That's that's how it is. Yeah. Sorry about that EDS association. Um, yeah. The zebra, you're going to have to fix that. Eventually. Yeah. Well, I mean, no. If they, if they take it, I'm going to be still mad. stripes. So. Raccoons is our fine. thing. They can't have it. They could borrow it maybe once a year. They could take it out and give it a walk or something. Like, oh, look at us for raccoons. Yes, take, take my raccoon. It for can't a be walk, on Halloween please. though, because that would be condescending. Maybe on St. Patty's Day. We'll think about it because maybe we're drunk and we don't care. Who knows? <laughs> Anyways. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. So, the how to train your medical team. So, assuming that you found someone that you can vibe with, right? Yeah. Someone that you know is not going to um i don't know just brush you off oh yeah you want to you want to find someone who's receptive you. yeah like so that's that's your first step is like determining whether in that first visit or maybe two right like generally by by visit two if you're still like ee, yeah well it's like mm -hmm. visit one you'll know right away if it's good or bad yep like if it's bad bail <laughs> there's if there's questionable give it a shot because it could just be that you're new and they don't have that relationship. Right. They don't know about enough There's about your no record. Background. Right. Right. Which you're going to have to build the background. Exactly. It takes time. You have to establish trust. Right. As long as they're not telling you you're crazy and you need to eat more protein shakes to fix <sighs> everything. Then, yeah. Take fish oil and you'll be all better. Mm -hmm. Things to look out for. No. <clears throat> so assuming that you've done that step and you have your provider and you're like, this is someone I can work with. Yeah. This is someone I can teach and they can teach me and we can learn together and grow throughout your yeah. relationship. Um, I'm not sure how to get into the house because it's really like very progressive, right? Like yeah. everything happens within Well, we don't have time, to give it like a specific right? timeline. So generally it's that like you give background, mm -hmm. but you also have to make room for, I don't know, like allowing the ego a little bit oh yeah yeah you don't yeah. want to like come in and be the know-it-all and kind of because they're gonna brush you off really fast right because at the same time if you're shopping for a good doctor they're not gonna put up with bs right i mean they're they call you that's the problem is the i guess that is they'll, they'll put up with it they'll just make you suffer yeah they'll make well, your I life not fun i always look for doctors who are willing to ask questions yeah oh, right exactly. that's the important thing to me instead of like so tell me why you're here it's like so what's going on um, how long's that been going on? What else is like yeah. related to that? How do you feel about blah blah blah? Like you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. that line of questioning where you're both kind of filling in the blanks as you go. Yeah. Um, instead of like, tell me everything, but God forbid you forget one thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> then you're screwed. Because well, and I always, well, you didn't tell me that the first time. I always preface it with I'm not remembering everything. Yeah. Like there's, I'll rem this is what's going on currently at this moment. I can give you that, but yeah. I don't remember all the things. Right. <laughs> right. You know, oh, I have pots. I forgot about that. I, I seriously did when I was talking to Dr. Bomba. Yeah. It wasn't until later visits that I was like, oh yeah, I have really bad pots. Same with um, uh, David's team because they kept being like, what? no, Anna's team. It was Anna. Oh, and they're like, why do you, you're, you're yeah. fainting? Are what? you okay? <laughs> you're going to have to wear this for the whole visit. And I was like, no, no, it's pots. I'm going to sit down. It'll go away. It's fine. Yep things that you forget <laughs> yeah oh i always forget especially like um it <laughs> i was in the room getting ready to go for the endoscopy mm -hmm. and i forgot to tell them that i had an abnormal q wave oh yeah and so i was like oh before i forget 
entirely like and I'm unconscious and you all freak out like I have an abnormal Q wave so don't panic and they were like oh okay yeah good to know but you forget like oh yeah it's a lot it's there's pressure in that first visit yes you know they they need to get as much of the important stuff as they can from you mm-hmm. and you have to be open to telling them as much as you can yeah. in the little tiny window you have too they're right. pressed for time so right well and it's hard too because if they don't provide a structure for oh i hate I, that that's why i prefer the line of questioning yeah. right because it gives you a structure to kind of organize your thoughts instead of like i'm gonna sit here and stare at you and hope that you get to everything you wanted to talk about i go i've had those visits horrible <clears throat> and you're like talking and then you look up at them and they're still they're doing that okay it feels like an interrogation mm-hmm. tactic in yeah. interrogations they they leave you in silence because you're more likely to keep talking exactly. and fill the void uh-huh. i feel like that's what they're doing so i'll be like i have eds and they're like mm-hmm. um uh, what that, about it <laughs> that uh it's a connective tissue disorder mm-hmm. uh me uh, exactly. my my joints are bad oh like it's terrible and then what you're do you like want from scared me scared to death because you're yeah. like am i doing good is this bad right uh, how is this visit going can you give me feedback i need uh i need a grade here yeah. um <laughs> I, re- I need a grade at the end of this direly <laughs> can i can i have some feedback how how it's like a, an interview <laughs> it is well i was just thinking that like when we were trying to help kaylee with the the resume mm-hmm. it's hard to remember everything yeah it's hard to quantify things right. like well, and it's also difficult because it's that like mood based learning piece where mm-hmm. we're like, I remember how bad things are when they're bad. Mm-hmm. But when they're not like I woke up this morning and I was like, it's been a pretty good stretch. No, it hasn't. Mm-hmm. No, it hasn't. Yeah. You were floored yesterday. Calm down. <laughs> well, and the inverse, you could have mood based learning in that you've had bad reactions to doctors yeah. or bad inter- interviews and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So you clam up. I mean, I clam up anyways. I'm always, my first visit, I'm always like tacky and sweating and mm-hmm. on edge about everything it's and scary. defensive. Well, and I, I, I'm starting to get over this as I meet more competent, not competent. It's not a competent thing. Let's start Compatibility. Over, right? Compatible female doctors. Because mm-hmm. I have had historically a hard time communicating with female doctors just because we're not hitting the same wavelengths right. like they're the like empathy approach does not vibe well with my like flippant approach right to things but now that i've had a little bit more experience along the way i'm like okay there are some it's just a matter right. of sorting through well it's you know it's fun. like we're saying in in the beginning the doctor comes in with their own perspective and their yes. own bias and even even their style Right. And it's not that they're being mean, but they're, you know, you're, you're flippant and they're like, oh, but we need, I need to baby you, you know, like. And I'm like, don't, no, don't stop it. And they're like, that. clearly it's not that bad. And I'm like, wait, no, come back. That's not what I meant. Oh, man. <laughs> Every time. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas like male doctors are like, oh, yeah, that sounds terrible. And I'm like, yeah, that it sucks. And they're like, oh, well, let's they, do something about that. You can get them to giggle too. Right. That Making too. a male doctor giggle is just the best because then they're, then you're friends. Exactly. It's easy. Yeah, building creatures. No. Yeah. But uh, it's hard because you have to build the trust along the way because mm-hmm. it's a mutual trust, I feel like. And the oh, more mutual the trust is, the better you're going to be able to communicate with one another. Yeah. And the better you're going to feel about kind of putting your care into their hands. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's a two-way street for sure. Yeah. But I, I think... The most important part of that is is explicit communication, right? Yes. So, like, 
if you're hinting at things don't do that right there's no <laughs> i mean even when i go into appointments where i'm pretty sure things are going to go badly mm -hmm. where i think like oh well like dave is going to cut off my pain care oh yeah if i ask him this question i'm still going to ask it yeah or say that i'm not doing well right it sucks yeah. it's hard but i do it i posted a question in the group the other day in one of the groups the other day and um i got a reply this morning of someone being like whatever you do don't ask them for more and i was like but what i don't right. i don't want to like lead them down a bunny trail like it's just it's not productive no it's not worth the effort and it's so insincere Right, like well, it, insincerity is not going to help you build trust. Right, exactly. That's what and I'm saying. And that's like, what you want. Yeah, is you're not trying to manipulate your doctor or be manipulated by your doctor. You want to be able to communicate mm -hmm. and have them respect you and listen to you. Right. While you're able to trust that they know what they're doing. Yeah, you have to come in with more trust, I think, than they do. Yes. Right. Like, you have to trust in the process. Mm -hmm. Like, it, if if you're asking for more meds, yeah, you're being you're being open, right? Right. You're not like hinting at it. You're like, hey, I think I might need more meds, but you're also open to them saying, well, let's try this. Yeah. Not saying like in your specific situation, right. there's a thing you won't try, but you know what I mean. They'll be like, oh well, if you're having this problem, there's a different solution to it. Yeah. And if you're open to that, good. Like mm -hmm. that might work. If it doesn't work, then they're you know they might actually right. be able to help you. They're right. not gonna discount you right away. It's like when you demand. If you come in and you're like, I'm getting meds from you. Don't be caring. Right. You can't care in your doctor. No. It just doesn't work. I've seen people try. It. Oh, yeah. my God. In the ER or even in some of my doctor's the visits. The ER is a weird, weird place. You just you don't tell them what to do. It's a different land. Like, it's bizarre. Yeah. Um, okay. But like, how do you go about building that trust? What are some of the things that fill in those steps? Like. I think especially for us, it's that like being willing to jump through the hoops. Oh, yeah. And being willing to try whatever it is that they lay out for us to try mm -hmm. so that we can be like, well, I know I need surgery, but I need you to know that I need surgery. Well, yeah. You need to know that you can trust <laughs> so, my opinion on it. Yes. So I'm going to do what you're asking me to do. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to come back together and I'm going to go. Yeah, that didn't do what we wanted it to next episode. I mean, yeah. Please. As much as we complain about the process, it is important. Yes. Like yeah. we may complain about it, but it's not like we're not gonna. Right. Yeah. Well, and even when it's something that we're like, no, nah, that's going to hurt and that's going to suck. We, like yeah. injections. Yeah. That's my next step is I have to do injections Ugh. on my knees. Mm -hmm. Not looking forward to that. Not even But we a do it. Right. Like, yeah. Because we have to. I mean, I did five RF ablations that didn't work. <sighs> and it wasn't until the very last one that they didn't go horribly wrong. <laughs> they were like, hey, we know how to do this one. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. But there, there are things that your doctor's going to ask you to do that you're like, that is not what I want to be doing right, right now. So, like, I don't know. For me, it's the Tylenol. <laughs> right. Take unbelievable amounts of Tylenol. Well, that's a really good example, okay. actually. Because you're going to go in and you're going to say, I don't want to be on this. Yes. But you're also going to explain it. Yes. And you're going to, you know, talk about how your other, your uh, gastro was like, this is not good for you. Yeah. You're not going to go in and be like, I'm not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. No, don't don't go in thinking that like it's not a situation where you can go in and order your doctor around. No, especially if there are things that you want from them that take trust mm -hmm. and understanding and communication. Don't don't go in there like, 
guns a blazing. Right. Don't go in hot. It's not a good <laughs> idea. Well, and, and at the same time, don't let them push you around. Right. It's, it's got to be a, uh, what's what I'm thinking, like a partnership. Yes. Well, that's where that like, self-advocacy comes from. Is yeah. Like, you have to be able to tell them, um, well, I've done this in the past. It hasn't really helped. Um, I'm willing to try it again if you think that that's the best move. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would really rather not. Is there anything else we could do instead? Yeah, that's that. I've I've said those exact things millions of times. Right. And it, it's because I always lose doctors. Yeah. All the good doctors go somewhere else because they're good doctors. I always get sent back to PT. And I'm oh like, yeah. Every time I go to PT, they go, "Why are you here?" And I go, "I don't know. They told me to come." And they go, uh, "I don't know. We can't help you." Yeah. And then I go back to my doctor and I'm like, PT said they can do nothing. So right. what do you want to do next? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just part of the process. Yeah. Like I know if I go in and I talk about the spasms I've been having, they're going to be like, let's send you back to PT for the pelvic floor stuff. Even though it's not like a pelvic floor okay, problem. So, so like on that note of like collaboration, mm-hmm. if you think you have something, you shouldn't push it. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, you, you've yeah. been fighting with the spasms and everything, and mm-hmm. you've tried to find the right terminology for it. Yeah. For like ever. <laughs> and yeah. you finally got there, right? Like you finally found a, a, a person who would understand what you mean. Yes. And were able to be like, oh, it's this. Yeah. These well, terms. And that's important to know, too, because sometimes you're going to say something. And we've talked about this oh, on the yeah. podcast quite a few times yeah. where like you're going to say something or explain something in a way that does not click for them. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be like, oh, I think I know. And they're going to go totally the other way. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be like, ah, eh, that's not what I meant. Oh, okay. And then you have to try to circle back and be like, okay, well, I did not explain that well the first time. Yeah. Can I try again? <laughs> and sometimes for me, it's easier to do in writing. Yes. And so I'll idea. have an appointment that didn't go quite the way I wanted it to, or I explained something badly. Like I, was dealing with um, the allergist mm-hmm. and I was having that like awful, like facial swelling yeah. stuff going on. Um, and I described it as like, well, my face after it's swelled up, it peels. And he was like, Oh, chemical peeling. And I was like, Oh no. What I meant was that it, it dries out because it's been stretched and traumatized. And then all the skin like flakes off over time. Yeah. And he was like, Oh, that's completely different. Yes, that sounds more like this. Yeah, exactly. So it took time to get there, but yeah, it's again, it's collaboration, right? Well, it's like you got to throw the ideas out and then let it sit. Everyone looks at it and then. Well, and you you can't give up too. like, oh, don't yeah. if you feel like it's a matter of miscommunication, try again. Yeah. Like, don't don't settle because you're like, oh, well, they didn't understand me. Sometimes we just have to come at it from a different angle. Yeah. Because people communicate I mean, I've differently. Had that happen. Yeah. yeah, we're like you. You fail the one time, mm-hmm. but you, they're a good doctor. You're like you, yeah. you trust them already. Right. And you just had a flub, so you try again. They might even have you do something in the meantime. Like right. I had to do um, a bunch of uh, like I had to change <laughs> things, add vitamin D and magnesium to my meds before they would look at my thyroid again. Yeah. Oh, I had to stop putting basically anything on my face. I had to stop entirely. Yeah. And even then, I was like, nope. If I sweat. And it touches my eyebrow, especially mm. my whole face swells up. Yeah. For some reason. I don't know. Yep, I'm allergic yep. to my own sweat. Love it. <laughs> but yeah, it takes a lot of like, you have to have the fortitude to keep trying because if you give up, they don't know any better than to assume that you're doing okay. Yeah. Oh, man. 
But after I had a thought and I lost it. <laughs> jumped through those hoops. I was looking at Kaylee like, was there something you wanted to say? It's <laughs> just what? poking her head up. Okay. Um, the other part. Oh, the other part. The red part. The red part. The red part. Uh, always, always, always. And if you can help it, do this first. Put men- like your mental health first. Oh yes. Therapy is going to be one of the first things anyone tells you to do for most everything. So yep. neurology is going to ask you to go do therapy. Um, pain management is going to ask you to go do therapy. Like there's there's a bunch of things where they're going to be like, well, how's your mental health? Right. And you can't just be like, well, it's fine. You have to be like, no, I've gone through this many years of therapy. And I'm not saying you have to do years of therapy no, no, before you like, go ask for help. But I'd say it's even better just to go in having one. Like even yeah. if you've just set the first appointment. Well, and that's exactly yeah. what it is. Like put that first. Yeah. That is that is a really big green check mark when it comes to having your needs met outside of things that are mental health related. Mm-hmm. Because some things they're gonna look at you and be like, especially especially if you're diagnosed with PTSD. Oh yeah. <laughs> because if you have PTSD, there's a big link in pain and PTSD. Yep. Um and I had to take a whole class, basically, like a whole therapy group over the summer and spring. Mm-hmm. Um, I did, what, two years of stuff with home or uh, new health yeah. to get me where I am now. Right. Well, and you had like group therapy and individual group therapy, therapy, individual and psychiatrist. Yeah. And like fine tuning it. Whole nine, man. The only thing I don't have is a psychiatrist. Right you now. need one. I had one and then he was like, stop using marijuana. And I was like, "Mm, yeah, I remember. No. Also, this is something I wrote down. If you're you're, like your main, um, I guess, worry when you're going in, like your your cause is pain related Mm -hmm. and you're going to your primary, like you're seeing a new primary, you need to like be ready to start up maybe pain management. Right. As like its own thing on the side. Yeah. Because providers can't really like, yeah. Oh yeah. Be like, I'm interested in doing this if I need to, but like a, a primary won't be able to give you pain medications or they might not be amenable to it. Right. So like, well, cause they, yeah, there's a lot more scrutiny around their prescription of pain medications. Yeah. Um, as primary care doctors, they get dinged a lot. They get, um, like audited basically. Yeah. Um, to make sure that, it's not being given out willy nilly and abused. Oh yeah. Well, and it's, and it can be scary too, to like, it's, you might feel defeated. Yeah. Being like, Oh, if I need pain management, I must be really bad. It's just a step. I think for it's, it shouldn't be intimidating and you can look for a clinic that fits you. Mm -hmm. You don't want one that's just going to give you pain medications willy nilly. Yes. You want someone that'll deal with the full picture. Right. A lot of them do like from my experiences, at least nowadays Mm -hmm. they're, they're looking at the big picture. Which is so important because, like, if you're giving somebody, you're like, you're in horrible pain and we're just going to give you meds and hope that you are better now. Yeah, no. It's not enough. It's not whole person enough. Right, no. It's it's really, it feels dismissive when you have that. Yes. If you go in and they're like, okay, what do you want? Okay, your pain med (laughs) refill. Okay, oh, you need more? Okay. You're like, um... Great. I guess I'm a drug addict now. Thanks. <laughs> I saw my dealer. I'm ready to move on. <laughs> like, 
I, I much prefer going in and sitting down with David and going like this past month I had all this going on yeah. and he's like oh dude yeah and you know getting to know them and mm-hmm. a big part of it was therapy yes so I think if if you come in with nothing you're like hey I think I have this thing mm-hmm. present present it and be ready to have a therapist and maybe even go to pain management yeah. I mean well and if you're looking at like pain management it's important also to um kind of catalog your oh, yeah. coping skills and your tools that you're already using. Yeah. Um, because they will ask you, they're like, well, what are you doing? Like what helps and what doesn't help. Mm-hmm. And so for me, when I plan on going in on Wednesday, I'm not going in, it's a video visit, but yeah, when, when I see my pain management doctor, um, it'll be like, I was hooked up to my tens unit for two days in a row. Like yep. I had to use my tens through all of work in order to function. Um, I use my topical cream. I use the hot bath. I lay down when I need to. Mm-hmm. I stretch. I try to keep in motion. I try not to be idle for too long. Like there's a bunch of things that are important for them to know what you're already trying and capable of. Right. And then outside of those, like, well, these are the things that I do to help. We need, they need to know, like, what are your tools yeah, yeah. for mental well because imagine if you can you go to pain management and they they're like hey have you tried these techniques and you learn them and you don't need to take pain meds that would be a win that would be amazing i would be all over that i mean i've tried so many things yeah well and we're and that's the thing is and with eller stanlos syndrome i feel like we have a harder time with pain management because we are not standard pain patients no that's what we talked about last week acute versus chronic right well and when it's both Mm -hmm. what are you supposed to do yeah because they're like well, I don't understand why you need them. And you're like, okay, well, dislocations. And they're like, well, that's like acute. And then once you put it back, the pain goes away, right? And you're like, mm, no. no. So you have one dislocation and then you have a cascade effect because your body is A, trying to compensate and B, other things fall out of alignment along mm-hmm. the way. And then you add things like the movement disorder and the spasms, which she really didn't understand until For like the, the longest third time. visit. Yeah. Where she was like, so I don't understand when you're talking about like the storms. And I'm like, the spasming rips things out of socket, pulls things way too tight. Things like cramp up. I get like Charlie horse effects. Well, yeah, because you, you say like spasms and, and it's, you know, people imagine right. like little tiny. Yeah. Like, oh, look, your muscle twitched. Yeah. No, no. no. It's like these are like <laughs> literally pulling mm. things out of socket. Imagine the force that it takes to do that. Even if you have yeah. a loose socket, like. Oh, my God. To just go, and it's so painful, and it's so painful, and it's hard to get them to understand. But be persistent, like, make sure that they understand what you're telling them. Because if you're like, Well, my arm hurts, and they're like, Okay, can you tell me more? No, it hurts. When does it hurt? I don't know, all the time. I mean, I had that experience (laughs) for the longest time, like, when I was seeing going to the like ER for when my shoulders would be really bad, and like, I think. Yeah. Like in retrospect, I think they were dislocating. Yeah. And that's what made it severe. But I didn't know that. Like, right. what's wrong with it? What'd you do? Nothing. Right. Oh, oh my God. Going so to <laughs> going to any emergency or like urgent care. Yeah. And you're like, they're like, what's your injury? And you're like, I didn't do anything. They're like, side eye. So yeah. like, why are you here? You're what? Mm-hmm. I'm like, my jaw dislocated. I yawned. It fell out of socket. I thought I put it back, but the pain has been really bad. So I need to know if it's still out of socket. Yeah. No, <laughs> but they're like, wait, so tell me you fell? No, I didn't fall. <laughs> I 
I have EDS. I'm just like this. This is just life, guys. Well, and then having them go, well, what's EDS? Right. What is that? I don't know. I don't know. Or they know just enough. We should just carry around pamphlets. That's what I said. We should have little cards or something to hand out. I have Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. This is what that means. Yeah. So, I mean, like, to sum up that part, it's you got to be open Mm -hmm. because they're going to suggest things and you might not like it, but it's worth trying, Mm -hmm. Um, especially if you're there for pain management type stuff. Yes. Like it's there's a lot of things that you can do that make things better. I mean, we've learned a lot. Oh, yeah. So be open, be explicit with your communication right off the bat. Right. And then listen to what they have to say, but don't let them steamroll you into something you don't feel comfortable with. Yeah. Because. As far as I'm concerned, you have intuition enough to know when something isn't right. 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 Like if they're like, you're like, well, I have this really bad pain right here. And they're like, oh, it's probably just, you know, GERD. Right. And you're like, I don't have heartburn, though. I don't know what you're talking. No, no, no. It, it's, it will try. Well, it could feel like blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. No. It turns out the GERD is like splitting. You know? Right. Oh, my God. Did I tell you about my neighbor across the street when I lived at my in-laws? No. Who... She's got something going on. I don't know. But she was an, a nurse for the longest time. She knew about EDS. And so when I had surgery, she was like, she had seen and was like, oh, what's it? What happened? Did you hurt yourself? And I explained it all. And she was like, oh, I know what that is. I know what that is. And then months later, when I went to have my second one done. um, Oh, no, it wasn't. It was the first one. So partway through me having the first one done. Mm-hmm. It turned out she had been like in really bad pain for a long time. It turned out she had a broken hip. Oh, you did tell me about yeah. that. Yeah. And they had just been dismissing her. And she had a broken hip. <laughs> yeah. I, but I there went was... to my doctor once for chest pain. And she's like, oh, it's just your anxiety. And I'm like, this is not. I, I'm very familiar with what my anxiety <laughs> right. chest pain feels like. This is something different. And she's just like, oh, it's costochondritis. And sent me home. And then. Uh, a few months later, I ended up in the ER, and they still never figured out what it was. Yeah, but it wasn't anxiety. No. That's for damn sure. I hate that cop-out, too. Like, mm-mm. That's what I'm saying. You know. Yeah. You know when it's yeah. wrong. And when they're, you can tell when they're just, eh, it's got to be this get thing. rid of you. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, you're fine. Go away. You're fine. Yeah. But, I mean, that's like that's all initial intake. What do, yeah. what do we do long-term to build that relationship? Long-term, it's really about communication, I think. Yeah, <clears throat> which I have a hard time with because I don't know what's too much or too little. Same. Because like, do I tell her like every month when it's happening? Like, oh, I have COVID this week. Up, oh, I broke a tooth. Up, oh, I See, injured yeah, my back. Yeah, and then you feel like you're overdoing um, it. I've been on my cane for three days. Up, oh, I've like blah 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 blah. Like, <sighs> so that part is hard, and I don't have the greatest advice for y'all on that one. I do. Um, yeah, go for it. Uh, documenting. It's what I was going to, I forgot I was going to mention that in the first part. Mm. We've said before that you should get your medical history before you go yeah. in. You should get your medical history before you go in so that you know what they're seeing. Yeah. And that you can talk about it and be like, you know, it'll be a really nice like outline too. Yes. Of what you've got going on. Like when structuring. You're, yeah. Yeah. But same here. Like I would say just if you can note what you did for the week or when it was bad yeah that way when you go in you have an outline and you can be like this is why it was so bad mm-hmm. i mean it's hard to remember to take notes anyways it's like Haley said maybe yeah. just take a voice oh voice God. note voice note today sucked <laughs> yeah. how did it suck i don't know just, i almost did. i almost just use our weekly recaps to like yeah. remember what's been going on in my world mm-hmm. because it's so hard it's so hard to remember to be like or like stuff's happening in the middle of the day and I'm running like a crazy person and it's hard to be like, hold on, 
I just hurt myself. Let me uh, exactly. write a note about how no, I hurt myself. The biggest problem with that is that you're mitigating everyone else when that happens. Because right. you're in a public place and you fell down and now everyone's like, oh, and you're like, yeah. no, let me. And then you've got to retreat and recoup. <sighs> and then by then you're like, no, I'm not, I don't remember. That's Why? what we should go over at some point is like being ill in public. I Yeah, I agree. That'd be a really good one. Because there have been some like icky weird things happening. Add it to the notes. With um, well people around... <laughs> Oh yeah! Illnesses. Oh oh yeah! We have some uh, stories to say. Oh yeah. boy! Oof. But yeah, we can I actually mean, invite Summer back for that one. Too. Oh totally. It, it really it's explicit communication, trust, and preparedness. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to break it down to simple terms. Yeah. And compatibility—that really is a huge part of it. Right. Is, That's not a joke. No. Like just like you have to be compatible with your therapist because if you're going to therapy and you hate your therapist or they're an asshole you yeah just... you're not gonna yeah i don't know i probably told some of this story i had a friend um whose therapist was just the worst and i went to therapy with them one time mm. and because he'd been like hey they're like only talking about my drugs and my habits at right home. and he had not been given any tools or anything to use or any help at all. It right. was just like, well, um, you need to stop taking that medication that I have no business talking about because I'm a therapist, not a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. And I looked up his like credentials because I was like, I want to know if he has any business talking about anything. Nothing. Of this. No. Ah. And th- that same day, I was like, you need to leave that therapist. Yeah. You need to get a different therapist because that yeah. is so inappropriate. I really awful. wish that was just a known thing that you can do that. Stories yeah. like that make me so grateful for my therapist. Yeah. Right? She told me that I'm allowed to spend most of my time laying in bed watching Supernatural and being sad as long as I don't spend all of my time laying in right? bed watching Supernatural being sad. Yeah. <laughs> That's sweet. I actually really like that because I feel so guilty sometimes when I'm like, I worked a full day and now I can do nothing else. Yeah. But then I have to remember, no, I worked a full day. Right. I did stuff that I was supposed to do. I participated in the broken system that I hate. Mm -hmm. But it's hard. It's hard when you're like, I can't bring myself to do anything beyond that. Yeah. If you walk into your first doctor's appointment and they don't dap you, they're not there for you. (laughs) That's how you know. I've never had a doctor do that. (laughs) You're doing it wrong. (laughs) Every time I'm like, hey. I've never had a good doctor. <laughs> Let, uh, 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 oh, and they're like, shake your hands. You're like, no. All right. No, we're done. And you just leave. <laughs> I'm out of here. How dare you respectfully shake my hand? <laughs> oh, you do start to see the fruits of your labor as time goes on. Oh, yeah. No, and it's important because now Dr. It. Wright, I love seeing him because every time I do, he almost every time says to me something like you're doing really well you're doing everything that you're supposed to be doing you know your body you know what you need Mm -hmm. you're responsible with your stuff and i trust you to continue to be responsible with your stuff and then he is willing to do the things that i'm like requesting right it's so nice to have that connection yeah same with david like the feedback yeah yeah it's It's not just great to be like okay i'm doing okay exactly I'm doing a good job. Or when you have a hard time and they they acknowledge that it's not easy yes. what you're going through and you're like, thank you. Oh my God, my neurologist was like, you're awfully chipper for everything you're going through. And I was like, yes, it's a mask. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> I've crafted it out of spoons. Yeah, I crafted it out of decorative spoons. They're not to be touched. Do not touch my spoons. Yes. 
<laughs> but it is. It's nice to have somebody be like, no, you're on top of your stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Because that validating. can be. Yeah. yeah. Well, and beyond validating, it, it gives you the 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 gate. Like, you, you know, that if there was something wrong, they would tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you you know, they trust you and you're like, OK, yeah. now I can trust them back. And right. Like, I know they would call me out if I was doing mm-hmm. something wrong. Right. Well, and it's so nice to have somebody be like, you're doing everything that you can be doing. Yeah. And then the rest is on us. Basically, exactly. Because the whole thing is like you're exercising, you're doing blah, 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 blah. Yeah. All of the things that you on your half can be doing, you're doing. And that is just. It is. It's validating. It's yeah. important. It's important to know that like everything that you're doing is paying off in some way. Yeah. yeah. Even if it's not like, oh, my body feels great because so then... I'm eating fish oil. <laughs> it's like, no, I've tried everything I was supposed to do. Like all the prerequisites are done. Yeah. I did all the weird paperwork and signed my life away. <laughs> yeah. So then I guess the last thing would be, oh, I lost it. It was great. Uh-oh. It was a great one and I lost it. <laughs> Oh, no, Desu. I got stuck on pools. You were talking about exercise, and I was like, I need a pool to exercise because my knees are so messed well, up. Well, I have a gym membership, so go with me. Okay. Take me to the gym. Vasa. Take me to we the gym. We can go to Vasa together because I haven't go been going. Because I, I lost my personal trainer, and I haven't been ready to like get a new one. Okay, so the last part is giving it time. Yeah. That part's hard. Mm-hmm. It's really hard, especially when you're like, I'm suffering in the meantime. Right. And they don't seem to care. They care. They do. They just need data. Yes. They need. And I'm going to use teacher terms here because here that's go. all I know. Is here we go. The, like response to intervention. Right. So when they put an intervention in place and when we do it in education, the minimum time to know whether or not something is working is six weeks. Okay. Like minimum. Yeah. If you put an intervention into place, it has to run for six weeks before you can evaluate whether or not it's working. Yeah. Like obviously if it's like an epic fail, you know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you need that time because that time is data. Yeah. And for medical professionals, they have to justify their medical decisions Mm -hmm. for your case. And that gives them data. Yeah. And that's important because procedures are still a thing. Yeah. Well, and it, it gives you just a better background. Yeah. The more information they have that they can validate, the, mm-hmm. the more they'll be able to help you and trust you. Right. Which is fantastic. Yeah. But yeah. You have to give it time. Yeah. But I mean, if you are like really, really suffering in the meantime, reach out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Reach out to them because that again, that communication is important. Like, yeah. Even if they can't immediately help you having it like dated and mm-hmm so that they know what's going on next visit yeah like i've had that happen where it's like mm-hmm. i had this this and this go on they're like all right we'll talk about it next next visit I'm like yeah. okay i mean at least they acknowledged it and let you right. know that they hear you yes yeah. well and i'm actually <laughs> i'm gonna ask for something weird i don't know if i'll do it with neurology or with gastro but i have got to talk to somebody i want to get back on the verapa mill oh really because they took me off of it because they were like fainting is not good and i was like okay right sure sure it's not good all right well you tried it though yeah you've done the but i don't like it she was like if the esophageal spasms are too bad we'll get back on and so i'm like the i don't like them i wish they would stop now please yeah well then that constitutes being bad enough right so you're doing good i'm like i did the thing i've done all the things Mm -hmm. we just gotta move forward and new stuff comes up 
communicate that because yeah. if you don't communicate, they don't know. And then we go in and we're like, I'm dying. And they're like, uh, okay, <laughs> let's, uh, let's reevaluate. <laughs> like oh you're a- oh you're actually dying shoot uh i'm a doctor i should know this you're like wait what do why I do? didn't what do I do? you tell me um um you've, you've been dying for four weeks C- cpr are you breathing <laughs> oh, they just said they're dying stupid stupid um uh, uh, sh- uh, uh call 911 god i have 911 what's your emergency i'm a doctor and i don't know what to do <laughs> medicine you, have you administered the medicine sir you know, medicine. it's good though to have a doctor that can admit that they're not too proud well, to admit that they might not know what they're doing that's huge that's yeah so important because when i like when you were talking about how um was it it wasn't anna it was oh uh, what was her name marianne marianne yeah there we go i wanted to call her miriam for some reason no she's married that was she's someone awesome. who was at a meeting the other day yeah it's all good um but like having them be able to admit like oh i don't know a lot about that yeah let me do some research before our next visit and my neurologist did the same thing when i was like yeah like pots mcas and eds Mm -hmm. all kind of hold hands and run around together and she was like or he was like oh i didn't know there was a connection between pots and mcas yep i'll have to look into that and i was like what you you're gonna admit that you don't know a thing and then do something about it it's so humbling it's nice they're like i don't know so i'm gonna find out for you well they become people in that moment yeah instead of like this authoritative figure yeah it's like some doctors get into it for the authority and some get in to help people yeah that's that's how i feel like they're two camps Mm -hmm. like i'm a doctor oh i'm too good for your nonsense oh 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 before before we go because it's getting time to go yes we might get my doctor on. Yes. My oh, yes. my <gasps> psychiatrist, Dr. Anna, be so who is cool. bitching about how healthcare providers fail. I'm, I was like, ooh, ooh, we need you. We need <laughs> you. Let's let's do this. She was like, okay, just tell me when. And I was like, next Saturday. All right. In the dome. In the dome. That's it's exciting. in the dome. <laughs> it is. We'll have our first professional ghost. Yes. I don't know. Be really You're a cool. professional guest. You've been on more than she has. So. I'm not very professional. You're very professional. You're the you're the best one at being my friend. Aww. That doesn't make me professional. You're, you're a professional. professional I'm friend. currently not professional anything. If I I'm give you money, employed. does it count? If I give you like a salary? Yes. Okay. I'll, I'll ask Jen what we can afford. <laughs> but it has to be under the table. <laughs> I'm just like, here's your money. I'm not reporting taxes on this. <laughs> <laughs> you spill a cup of change. Just every totally time misunderstand you walk by her. Each other. 37, 37 nickels. Yeah. <laughs> must be paid in nickels yeah exactly all right well that'll be really cool i'm excited we gotta figure out when yeah jen Jen is is in charge of that yeah well and i think is that gonna go into our many voices series i don't know okay i honestly don't know we'll have to see when we get there it'll be fun because we're not interviewing her as a person through her experiences but we are kind of but we're getting her professional opinion on things. all of the above it might be a normal episode i don't know Either it's way, gonna happen. It'll be really cool, and I'm excited. Yes. So there, Mohaha. We're also trying to get Nurse Naya just on the DL. Yes. Wait, Nurse wait. Naya, remember how we love you, and you responded to our TikTok <laughs> that I deleted um, and then ruined yeah. everything. Well, it was still cool. You have a, a screenshot of it. I do. She replied to our TikTok. Very sweet lady. Amazing. I love her so much. Because mm-hmm. it was 
crazy. You guys go, have to go watch that episode. Yeah, if you last week's seen episode. It yet, like, fantastic. Go watch it because it was it was good. Mm-hmm. We'd pause it and talk about something and then play, and she'd say exactly that thing. Yeah, it was great. It was amazing. Valid, very validating. And nice to hear a medical professional acknowledge these things. Right. So. And calling out other medical professionals. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Time to end then, huh? Yes. We're right. ending the podcast. Forever. No. no. Just oh. for a week. For a week. One no week? podcast until next week. One week. Oh, that's, that's so it. long. I know. <laughs> You'll have to wait. Develop some patience. I can't. <laughs> if, if you want, you can watch some of our old videos. I'm going to say this again. This is weird that I'm saying it, but you can go back to season one and watch. The way we look at it, season one was we had so many experiences and thoughts. We threw them all out at the oh, same time. Yeah. We had to like dump it out. Yes. And then the rest of the series Two, has three, been and four like sorting has it. Has been like, okay, let's, we talked about this a little bit. Let's talk about it for real. Yeah. So I feel like season one was more like season zero for yeah. It really was. It was year zero. It was. It was our baby, <laughs> baby phase. But we went right into it. I'm kind of proud of yeah. us for just diving in. Well, and what we have become, it's kind of amazing. What have I become? I love it. <laughs> Tax I'm proud fraud. of us. Tax fraud. <laughs> what have I become? Why am I here? <laughs> just, just to, to suffer. suffer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, my loves. Thank you so much for coming along with us. We really enjoyed this conversation. It was a good one. If you liked it, you can subscribe. You can like. You can share. You, you can, can comment. Please comment. We love the comments. Leave us Even comment. if all you're saying is first. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just love the comments. Yeah. Uh, we also have Discord. Don't forget. Join the Discord and check out our website. Yes. All the fun things. Good deal. And take care of yourself. Always. Because otherwise... I I will come for you and I will berate you with love. You have value again beyond what you produce and you're valuable to us. Not as just some like random person providing us with a platform. Like we give a shit about you people. (laughs) It's weird, but I care. It's an interesting thing to feel responsible to other humans, Mm -hmm. but we do care about you. And you have value simply because you exist Mm -hmm. on this planet Earth. And we love you. So even if you can't love you, neener, neener, we love you. So there. Take that. Ha ha. Take it back. Never. Never. (laughs) Be kind to you. Be kind to others. And we will see you in the next one. Bye. Bye.